Hello humans, my name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber and today is September 27th, 2021. So it has been months since I have done an episode of Exposing Isolation. Um, a lot has happened. I know that if you have ever listened to an episode of this before, you know that I say that um, many, many times throughout the seasons, but um, I think some of the biggest shifts uh, that I have experienced in years have happened in the last few months. Um, the biggest thing is that Thomas and I have moved um, into our own apartment. Um, we faced housing instability for the last um, six or seven years uh, due to a lot of different factors, but um, definitely exacerbated by my chronic illness um, and inability to work um, and my hypersensitivity, especially to chemical fragrances, which made a lot of different housing options um, not safe, um, not accessible to me. So um, worked really hard, went through a lot of stress, hit a lot of lows um, in my health during the process. But um, ultimately, five months ago, we moved into this apartment. Uh, we really love it. There's been a few bumps in the road, um, namely uh, when the, the learning curve of realizing that if we used um, the vents or the AC, um, it was sucking air um, in from the apartments uh, or the neighbor's apartment um, into our apartment, which was extremely scented, which was triggering. It was a whole fiasco, but we did end up figuring that one out. Um, if any of you listening also have multiple chemical sensitivity, you'll know the the sometimes horrors, but at least the trials of, um, you know, trying to find a space that accommodates you. And um, my lived experience is no different, but at least today for the last few weeks, um, we've been able to figure things out. Thomas and I have been able to figure things out and it's been going pretty well. Um, and I, my health is also a lot better than it used to be, um, which is one of the reasons why a few weeks ago, I started um, really getting serious about um, working on sapient living, working on my business, um, and turning it into something that I could uh, really share um, and promote to other people. And there's been many iterations of sapient living, but it's always surrounded health, um, predominantly mental health, but the focus of my research specifically um, very much catalyzed by my own um, journey and my own healing experience is researching the uh, physical impacts and the um, recovery options for when trauma uh, turns into disease um, and actually um, becomes disability or chronic illness. However, um, we really want to like frame or word that, but when uh, trauma or long-term chronic stress uh, finds its way into um, our everyday physical experience. And so um, an oversimplification of the sapient living work right now would be to say that 
Thomas is focusing predominantly on the mental emotional side of trauma recovery. And I'm working, like I said, on um, the physical, um, experiential, like space management, uh, lifestyle design side of trauma recovery. And so um, a lot of the work that we're doing is centering around shadow work. Uh, Thomas and I really love that uh, language um, and have found a lot of community members who um, identify as you know wanting to do shadow work or are already doing shadow work. And what I what I really respect and appreciate the most about this community is that um, while you know a lot of people don't exactly know what to do um, or what their options are, which is you know a big part of the work I want to do is to teach them what to do and um, let them know what their options are. But even though they don't know that, um, they know that their shadow, their trauma um, is having a largely uh, negative impact on their present experience. And they want to do the work to tend that, um, to address what has happened, what's still happening, um, their part in it and to you know make amends and move on and live a full thriving healthy life and um there's been a lot of different demographics of people that i've wanted to work with um with the research that i've done and the knowledge that i have on healing and um i'm finding working with those in the shadow work community um it's very rewarding i i've also worked with people you know the chronic illness especially chronic fatigue um, other sorts of trauma experiences, identify people who are identifying with um, CPTSD. And while these people are also a big part of the community and those that I serve, um, I'm just finding an ease and a flow in working with people who have already um, identified that their experience, their trauma um, is a big reason why they are experiencing the negative um, symptoms and situations that they're in. And um, I'm excited, not that I'm excited that anybody needs um, my help and Thomas's help, but that there are people out there who are ready to do the work um, right now and that Thomas and I are ready to help them do so. Um, so I wanted to hop on here and record another episode of Exposing Isolation because, um, so I'm working on a uh, getting started with shadow work program that's going to be launching the last week of October and go for four weeks. And one of the aspects that uh, I will be teaching is that um, it's important to do some form of journaling while we're going through this work. And for me, um, this podcast has been one of the forms of journaling that I have gotten a lot out of. Um, I find it very cathartic to sit down and just try and work through my thoughts as much as possible. Um, I also do, I have two therapists and I you know, meet with them a total of six times um, a month, one every week and one every other week. Um, I also, of course, have my husband who I, Thomas, who I you know get to talk to every day about my feelings, but there's something about just having this like 
private, uninterrupted time to just get my thoughts out and actually say it, that feels very, it's a, it's a huge release for me. Um, and while some people do listen, um, it's, it's really more uh, for me to document my experience. And even though I rarely do listen back, I, I just feel like it, it helps a lot. Um, and I'm going to encourage anybody else who wants to do a similar thing to also do this. Um, so I thought I would get back on uh, the horse, as it were, and start doing it again as well. I also use a Google Doc um, as my health journal. Um, so wherever I am, um, if I have my phone or computer, I can journal. Um, I used to, I've you know, I've been through a dozen paper um, journals, and I still do that occasionally for certain things. But um, I'm really enjoying the digital side of journaling. Um, I find it very convenient. Um, and in a lot of ways, it helps with my um, perfectionism, my my um, my need to do things well. I get um, I have a bit of um, OCD, and in some ways, working on paper can kind of trigger that. And because I I start caring too much about formatting and how much how many pages I'm using and all that kind of stuff. And so I find using um, virtual spaces to document my thoughts um, to be very um, easy. So I'm I'm kind of working on what I believe to be the four or so, I'm right now four um, areas of consideration when you're putting together a plan for how to do shadow work. Um, and journaling being part of them or what I call um, listening to yourself. And then there's also um, talking to somebody else, which there's a lot of options in that as well. And then there's um, intentional body affirming movement and intentional um, stillness and relaxation. So um, again, that's talking to somebody else, listening to yourself, um, movement and stillness as like the four categories of um, consideration when I am guiding someone on how to put together a plan when they are working to tend their trauma or do what we are calling shadow work. Um, shadow, again, if um, you're unfamiliar, being the uh, the darker side or the more um, pushed aside, hidden side um, of ourselves, the aspects that maybe we want to ignore, we don't want to address, that which hurts. Um, that we avoid or we're embarrassed about. You know, there's a lot of ways to describe the shadow, but it's um, that which needs to be tended um, in order to have a uh, healthy uh, adult experience or any experience. And so I am of the opinion that um, while we might think of that as mostly psychological and in the realm of just the mental, um, I believe and am joined by other experts in believing that the physical side of tending trauma is at least as important as the mental side um, and the talking side of tending trauma. So um, that's what I'm putting together right now. And I just felt like because I was working on the journaling um, and the listening to yourself aspect of that plan that I would hop on and um, record um, a bit of an update. Um, I, a little bit of a health update for me, you know, I am feeling a lot better. I have more energy than I remember having probably ever in my life. Um, but definitely more than I've had since I became ill in, um, 2015. Um, 
where we live now, there's a lot of nature and trails and places to go outside. And so um, almost every day we go for a walk and that's about a mile and sometimes more. Um, so that is just really exciting for me to have as part of my, um, you know, my movement practice, my um, exercise, you know, it's a exercise being a little bit different than an intentional body affirming uh, movement practice, but it, it, it all, um, it all adds up in the right direction in my opinion anyway. And, um, you know, but I'm, I'm still struggling with a lot of the same themes that I was struggling with when I even, um, started this podcast, you know, even going back and looking at, you know, when I started this and uh, some of the major decisions that I made for myself, um, you know, during these episodes, you know, who I, um, you know, I cut out of my life. I, I don't love that phrasing, but I, at this moment, don't really know how else to phrase it. And I'm still trying to figure out what relationships I want to cultivate and at what, to what degree. And um, I've been finding myself, you know, being a lot more anxious lately. I think um, the closer I get to building and sustaining the life that I really want, the more that my shadow, my trauma, my parts are coming out to um, be tended, to be healed, but also to try and protect me. And a lot of the time when we have um, as much trauma as I do and as much experiences as I do and deep-seated fears and pains and programs as I do, um, success and happiness and change and joy and personal fulfillment are all very triggering um, towards the aspects of my experience that, um, you know, want to keep me small and silent and um, don't think that it's safe for me to be myself. And so the more success I'm having, the more um, memories and flashbacks and um, stress are happening. I definitely know that this will equal out eventually and this will calm, but right now that's my experience. And um you know, for example, whenever, um, you know, the few family members that I'm still in contact with, when they reach out, I, I get flashbacks and just remember the um, hard and sometimes horrible things that I've been through um, near them or because of them or things that they didn't prevent as my parents or um, I just keep getting flashbacks and um, having experiences um, that are really getting in the way of my ease, flow, and happiness right now. And so I, I still, you know, I don't have um, all the answers. Like that's why I have support and I work with people who help me. Um, but I also do have the skills now to take care of myself um, while I'm going through some of these difficult experiences. And so I hope to be able to um, be honest with uh, my audience, with my students that like, I don't have everything figured out in my own personal life. Um, I'm still trying to negotiate my options, um, set and maintain healthy boundaries and figure out what works best for me. Um, and it's, it's going to keep going. It's going to be years, if not a lifetime of really trying to figure this out and trying to make myself as comfortable as possible. Um, after nearly 30 years of um, being raised in a manner um, that showed me that my comfort didn't matter um, and keeping other people comfortable was um, what my purpose was, serving other people was my purpose. And now that I'm not doing that anymore, um, it's uncomfortable because 
it wasn't unacceptable, but it's more comfortable because I'm actually taking care of myself. And so I'm sure some of you can relate to some of these complicated, um, doing the right things for yourself doesn't always feel good uh, kinds of experiences. And so, you know, I just wanted to get on here, talk a little bit about where I'm at, kind of get back in the habit of utilizing this as a journaling um, option and uh, to just be candid about, you know, what's on my mind right now, where my thoughts are at. And there's way more that I could talk about, but maybe that will uh, prompt me to do these again more often. So um, thank you so much for listening and um, I'll catch you on the next one.